0: January 20th, 2017, will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. We do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather to let it shine as an example. We will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected and we will always be protected we will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement and most importantly we will be protected by god we stand at the birth of a little millennium ready to unlock the mysteries of space to free the earth from the miseries of disease and to harness the energies industries and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together we will make America great again. Thank you. God bless you and God bless America. Let's go see the elephant. Well,
1: the american adversaries on a trump and tuesday and what about that crowd yeah yeah for the Trumps and rallies that's for sure but what about the crowd in washington dc today all right anyway we got that and a whole lot more we're going to get to on this here trump and tuesday brought to us by sutherland nissan and morse code all right so thanks for tuning in on the big new bolder stronger and more important to listen to than ever before am 950 and fm 94.9 the answer Salem Media Group's News Talk Station of the Year, W-O-R-L. And don't forget, you can listen at the AnswerOrlando.com website where we invite you to join the Answer Seekers Club. A lot of great advantages to doing that. You get all the great uh, emails throughout the day, informative and sometimes funny and oftentimes strange. And and also, you will get to, to enter a lot of great contests. And don't forget, you can also listen on your Alexa devices and to download the free Answer Orlando app in your smart devices. And, of course, you can listen either live or from the archive on our website, AmericanAdversaries.com, and, of course, our Rumble Channel, American Adversaries. And if you're looking into the studio tonight, you'll see that, well, I guess I didn't get the message on the color here because uh, you got Randy (laughs) Ross sporting his red American Adversaries polo. Mike sporting his brand new... Fisher House, you know, that charity up in uh, Dustin? Uh, That's Mm -hmm. right. And and, uh, don't tell me. Yeah. That Trumpy has a, a he has, red he knot. Does. He has
2: a pink one. Oh, <laughs> oh my I was again, close. Mike, Mike wears pink a lot, so I thought it'd be a compliment. I, like, okay. I appreciate that, Randy.
3: I
1: like a match, you know, I mean, match my uh. dog, uh, Shaggart. All <laughs> right. So, of course, Randy and Trumpy Ross are here. You got the chairman of the board, Michael McBath. I am the philosopher, political, mad scientist, Christopher Hart. And we are in the Relaxing Comfort Studio. And once again, sitting in on the bridge tonight for Jeff Sinis is Pete Yet. And uh, he'll be here through Thursday. I
2: don't think Pete has ever ran the show well, I've been yeah, here before. It, oh, Pete it, really is a is professional. I know. I've I seen times. I always see him,
4: know?
3: him on the way, but I don't know if he's ever run All the, the show while we're here. Yeah, he is,
5: yeah.
1: He's always yeah. lurking somewhere. You know? That's right. Yeah, and we're in good shape here. we got a lot of news for you. A lot of stuff going on in Washington, D.C. You have this huge march for Israel going on. You have uh, the House voting today, this evening, on these two continuing resolutions. And it appears as though they're going to glide through the Senate. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll not have a government shutdown if all goes as planned today and throughout the rest of the week. And then they'll set up a budget battle, not for December but for January and February. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll get mm-hmm. into that a little bit more. And uh, Jeff Allen is uh, lined up to join us tonight for a little while. Of course, he's coming to town on Saturday with his comedy tour and still got some tickets available. And uh, they, they created a few more VIP seats. So if you'd like to go and see Jeff Allen, a lot of fun this Saturday. And the doors will open for the VIP ticket holders at 530. And the the show will begin at seven. And uh, this has been a very successful tour as it travels around the country. And uh, Jeff Allen has has become quite the accomplished Christian-oriented. Comedian. It's so nice to good, have someone like fun. that, don't
3: you think so? I, I, it's hard for me to believe that one even exists, yep. so
1: I think it should be terrific. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, we'll talk to him a little bit later on in the show. And then you might have heard or seen the videos that were dumped yesterday uh, by phony Fannie Willis up there in Atlanta. She, she leaked them. They leaked them to mm-hmm. ABC News. And the storyline is, oh, Here's Sidney Powell and Jenna Ellis spilling the beans on Donald Trump. Yeah, I saw well, that. we'll explain that. As yeah. usual, it's pretty much the opposite. With Sidney Powell, basically she's offering up exonerating uh, testimony, and as far as Jenna Ellis goes, she's given up third-hand stuff that uh, will not be admissible in court, or should not be, and if it is, will certainly be grounds for appeal, if it ever gets Does to trial. Does it bother
2: you at all that we interviewed these both these people, as well as many more, now, over the years, and... For them to go through these steps. Does it bother you at all?
1: No. Uh, like I said, Sydney Powell is standing firm by her account. I'm getting into it right now. Right. I read excerpts from the book by uh, uh, Patrick uh, Byrne, the f- founder of uh, right. Overstock. And he's a mathematical genius, and he'd been tracing election irregularities for years before 2020. He started tracing it like in 2014. There was a weird election in Texas, and by the way, did you see where the voting machine in Texas yesterday added a bunch of votes after the total at the end of the day? Uh, it just kept going, rattling off more votes.
3: Uh, could you get the name of the company so we can yeah. get them over so, here to Florida? So <laughs> he
1: was tracking this stuff, and he had put together a team of cyber experts already yeah. going into 2020. And then, of course, they were prepared knowing that 2020 was going to be screwed with all the mail-in stuff, right? So in his book, he recounts, and I've read excerpts of it, this amazing meeting that occurred on December the 14th, 2020, in the White House, where Patrick Byrne, Sidney Powell, and her top aide, uh, another woman, and uh, Michael Flynn mm-hmm. showed up at the gate of the White House, Wanting to get in. They had no pass. They were not expected. There was no appointment. It was a Friday evening, light snow was falling, Mm -hmm. basically everybody had already gone home. So on a whim, uh, I think it was uh, uh, Byrne called a guy who said he had met at a party in Washington and said he worked at the White House. If you're ever in Washington, let me know, I'll get you in the White House. So he calls him. He says, hey, you remember that offer you made? He said, yeah. He said, well, Mm -hmm. I'm out front. The guy said, what? He said, I'm out front. And so the guy said, "Okay, well, I'll come down." And when the guy walks out, he sees that not only is Byrne there, but there's Sidney Powell and Michael Flynn. Now, Flynn hadn't been back in the White House since he was unceremoniously, you That's know, true. fired, right? Mm-hmm. Because of Mike Pence, by the way. But anyway, uh, so in the account, she talks about how they got in. And then by contacting other aides in the White House, they got ever closer and closer to the Oval Office, Till finally, uh, they were standing in the hallway outside the Oval Office. Lo and behold, the door was wide open. They look in, and the office is deserted. And they're crestfallen. They're going, oh, gosh, what are we going to do now? Mm -hmm. Because their whole intent was to meet with Donald Trump because their their access to him had been denied by the uh. white house people and Rudy Giuliani was keeping them away from him too mm-hmm. uh. because there was a feud between Giuliani and Sidney Powell that she refers to in the little video that's out yeah, I saw says that. that he called her uh, you All know these the, different names. the b word and stuff mm-hmm. like that. and and that was obvious that once again the book the deep rig by Patrick Burns it's a great account of what happened between November the 4th and January the 20th. It, it, It just really is a great account. And including what happened to screw the stuff in the election, but anyway, they so they so they look and so they're looking at each other like going, what are we going to do now? And all of a sudden, on the other side of the Oval Office, the door swings open, and who walks in but Donald Trump? Oh yeah, and he's by himself. Oh right. And, and he looks out at them in the hallway, surprised, like what? And his hands go like, yeah, you know, what are you doing <laughs> yeah, here, how'd right? you get here, And then he waves them on in, mm-hmm. and then the meeting ensued. And this is what she's talking about in that video. Uh-huh. But in the video, what she's saying, she's describing how they went there. She says uh, she she recognized fraud when she saw it. So she was saying they were working on the assumption that was fraud in the election and that they could do something about it. And she mentions the executive order by number. And uh, that's what they went in there to tell Trump is that you have the authority to secure these machines and have a forensic audit done on them. And here's how you should do it. And they suggested that he send in the U.S. Marshals and the state National Guards for those various states, Mm -hmm. and it would be the suspect states, right? Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, um, Georgia, Arizona. Arizona, Nevada. And they can secure the machines, do the forensic audit. And then their suggestions to Trump was, if they find fraud, you got it. If they don't, The deal would be that you would make to the nation, when you would announce this, is that you would concede, right? And so he was all for it. Well, I wouldn't say he was all for it, but he liked the idea. So this, and then in come the White House counsel, and they're, oh man, they're apoplectic. And that's when it almost came to blows. In the in the Oval Office, Trump Trump was basically oh, okay. Settle down, settle down now, because um, uh, the White House attorneys basically were s- insulting Sidney Powell and like getting in her face and her aide's face. And finally, Byrne and Flynn stood up like, "Okay, mm-hmm. you want to mess with somebody? Mess with us, right?" And that's when Trump jumps. This is what this is all about, and all it does is exonerate Donald Trump. And yet the media is portraying it as though uh, she turned on Donald Trump. Now, as far as Jenna Ellis, all she says in this is that I heard at a Christmas party from Dan Scavino, not even from Donald Trump himself, but that he said that the boss said. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. Junk. It's
3: absolute junk. <laughs> right. Yep. right. And,
1: and, you know, I actually think that's a nice
3: way to her present stuff because it's junk. Yep. No well, good. No validity to at, it. At, at a Christmas I don't know. party. I didn't
2: like her testimony as well as Well, I, her, like te- her testimony House. is not
1: exonerating, but it's not implicating either because yeah. it's secondhand. Yeah. So, what you do now is you call in Dan Scavino and you say, Did you say that? And why? Uh, but, you know, he could say, Because we knew we won the election. And babe. once again, that mm-hmm. would be exonerating to Donald Trump, because the whole case turns on the assumption that Trump knew all along that he lost, and it was just a big lie, because he couldn't take losing, and then he, when he wants to be a Hitler dictator.
3: This is their narrative, right? But Chris, all the uh, areas that we've seen cheating in that election... I mean, isn't there a massive amount of examples where there's yes. cheating here, cheating there, oh, yes. cheating, cheating everywhere? Are they allowed to present this, or is this was something? Was that like that... your
2: reference to "bang bang, chitty chitty yeah. bang bang"? <laughs> right. Right.
1: Cheating here, cheating
3: there, <laughs> and cheating, cheating, cheating everywhere. everywhere.
1: But pretty much, there was yes. And as a matter of fact, then John Eastman. Now, Eastman was the attorney that came up with the idea that Pence could delay the counting of the votes. Okay. He wasn't asking mm-hmm. him to overturn the election, he was asking him to delay the counting of the Electoral College votes, right. send them back to right. the states for recertification. That's what he was set to do. And by the way, the Democrats had tried to do the same thing themselves. They're right. buying time. Uh, so anyway, in his disbarment hearing in California, he produced all kinds of fraud evidence. From Wisconsin, from Pennsylvania, that's, from Arizona, that's what from I'm Georgia. Saying. It's so obvious that there was cheating. It, got, the question he, is, how much? He got a judge out there, like Trump got a judge in New York, right. where he ain't there. They ain't there to hear what the testimony has to oh, say. I know. Here
3: we go. <laughs> <laughs> that has nothing to do with it, right?
1: I mean, it's really bad mm-hmm. when your judge says in court, in an official hearing, to a witness, "I'm not here to hear what you have to say." That's great. There is hardly any other reason for the damn judge to be there in the first place. So these cases are just totally ridiculous. This so-called evidence against Trump is nothing but, if anything, exonerating. And you got to get the book and read the account. It's absolutely fascinating. Once again, can you imagine showing up at the gate on a Friday evening when it's snowfall on December the 14th and expect to get a meeting unannounced? Unscheduled with the President of the United no, States. No, that's true. I wonder well, if they I, had I, too many <laughs> ways, shoes. And by the way, when Giuliani found out, yeah. he came over and he got in the middle of it. He didn't well, want well, nothing to do with that. you find
2: that celebratory. I also find that
1: a bit concerning. Well, it is in the sense that, you know, you can show up there, but it's not like they were, it was you and me. <laughs> now, they might have let no. you in, but they might have. <laughs> they could but, have been at happy hour, but, too. You know? I don't know, i but, 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 but part of what Byrne talks about in the book is sort of this chaotic nature, not only of that time period, but sort of of the Trump administration, yeah. and it was because so many people were working against him. Mm-hmm.
2: They still are. Absolutely.
1: And by the way, Trump made it very clear, his campaign made it very clear in a post they put out, I think it was yesterday, mm-hmm. that uh, the transition period, the transition uh, team will be Donald Trump.
2: I think Susie Wiles put that post Yeah,
1: out. Yes. that's right. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know, there's not going to be a transition team like there traditionally well, is. Well, he's going he to transition a lot of those people. He's well, going to the transition them right they're out. They're trying to portray
2: yeah. him as someone who's going to have vendettas. He's going to go back to try to fix mistakes made, et cetera. I don't think he's going to have time to do all that, if you want the well, personal truth.
1: It it won't matter what Donald Trump does. The media is going to portray mm-hmm. it as he's got these are vendettas. Uh, he's an authoritarian, all of this. As I said, these, the left, these progressives are diabolically clever, and they're already planning on how to handle a Trump administration. They are. And this is why they're way ahead of the Republicans. Mm -hmm. You know, the Republicans don't, they don't know how to handle
2: a Trump administration. Because they're not sure that's who they really want.
1: Well, that's, see, that's why they are, they show their stupidity. You see, because the Democrats understand that in an election, even if you cheat, you could still lose. And so you got to have a plan in case you do. Now, here are these Republicans clueless hoping, uh, you know, beyond hope that somehow, some way, Donald Trump will go away. And it ain't going to happen, not today, not tomorrow, and not next year. He's here to stay for the election and the second term. You know what, Chris, it's a shame
3: all these Democrats don't put their effort in building a better military, cutting our budget, shutting the border down. You know, there may not be a country. 12 months from now, well, you know, uh, it's called nuclear war. You uh, know uh, the, these, the people just live a dream world as if everything's going to work out and they're going to be able to reach their goals. Their goals are preposterous. Well, like I say,
1: they don't plan for contingencies. Mm-hmm. The Democrats <laughs> do, mm-hmm. you know, but the Trump's got the momentum and it's not going to go away. As like we've been saying all year, and it's just going to intensify next year. And that is that the pendulum is swinging and it's swinging hard the other way. And and, and the way it has been swinging toward the left, Mm -hmm. it has not worked, but it swung far to the left. So now it's going to build up a lot of momentum as it swings back to the right. So we're just maybe you know somewhere between you know the peak of the Democrats mm-hmm. and, and the trough there, maybe about halfway down. So this is going to be some more speed picked up to carry this thing through. And uh, and the Democrats understand that. And by the way, they because they do contingency planning in a way, they'll be okay with a Trump victory, because they will try to leverage that to destroy our country mm-hmm. and blame it on us and Donald Trump. So getting the victory is just going to be the you know the beginning of the battle, because they are going to try uh, with all their might, and they're already plotting and planning on how to use that to their advantage. So what we have to do is use that leverage and motion against them. All right, we got to take a break when we come back. We got more of the American adversaries on this Trump and Tuesday brought to us by Sutherland Nissan and Morse code, ladies and gentlemen. And I intended to get to that a little bit later on in the show, but that's okay because we still got a lot to go. I've been
6: running since the day that I was born, eagle on my back folks, do you suffer from nagging back or neck pain? Ever wake up feeling more exhausted than the night before? And what about that sleep partner who's turning your nights into a concert of snores or dealing with breathing issues, acid reflux, or sleep apnea? Here's the game changer. Discover a better night's sleep and a better day at Relax & Comfort. We're a unique mattress store. At Relax & Comfort, we're all about elevating your sleep experience, and we've got all the top brands to prove it, including Tempur-Pedic, Personal Comfort, and Stearns & Foster. Our smart beds aren't just beds. They're your personalized sleep sanctuary with hundreds of healthy positions. They're designed to fit you perfectly. Plus, they have an amazing feature, automatic snore detection and response. No more sleepless nights because of a noisy partner. The best part? We're conveniently located at Winter Park Village just across from Regal Cinemas. Come see us today and experience a nice sleep like never before. Relax in comfort where better sleep leads to better days. That's relaxincomfort.com or visit us in person at the Winter Park Village, just across from Regal Cinemas, a family tradition since 1967.
7: Hey Central Florida, Dave Ramsey here. When you need advice on your taxes and want to work with someone who has the heart of a teacher, you need to see Larry Herring CPA. He's one of our tax-endorsed local providers and he's ready to talk with you about all your income tax needs. Larry Herring will help you manage your taxes just like any other expense. Take it from me, Larry is your guy. 407 647-7777 647 or at herringcpa.com
8: It's that time of year again when you begin searching for that thoughtful Christmas gift. Well, Network Sound and Video makes memories last forever, restoring records, cassettes, VHS, and camcorder tapes to new digital formats like CD, DVD, or flash drive, so your family can enjoy them for a lifetime. So don't chance sending them out. Call right now at 407-834-8555 or visit online NetworkSoundAndVideo.com. NetworkSoundAndVideo.com, 407-834-8555.
1: is. To clean better, with less effort, go to the Supreme Card Detailing Superstores. They're open from 10 to 6, 7 days a week. Or you can order online at dasuperstore.com. That's dasuperstore.com.
10: Don't miss Comedy Night with Jeff Allen Saturday night. Get your tickets now
11: at TheAnswerOrlando.com.
12: Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer.
11: We've got a crash reported. Orange Avenue at Sand Lake, I-4, westbound, going slow around Colonial, then from Kirkman out towards U.S. 27, eastbound I-4, slow from World Drive up towards the Turnpike, slow around Colonial and around Fairbanks, also up around West 1st Street. Your latest answer traffic, I'm Dave Dorico. Home for freedom-loving
12: Floridians. AM 950, FM 94.9 the answer.
5: <laughs>
1: Here it comes. Wait for it.
13: Here we go. Here we go.
5: What is this? <laughs> okay. Here we go. Is this your <laughs> contest?
1: What is it? Oh, okay. Uh, all right. I was going to say, what is it? You know? <laughs> it's streets of San Francisco. Oh, jeez. Oh, Chris. That
3: was bad. You uh, know? Well,
1: we did this I don't
3: even know if
2: that. I was born then. Oh. <laughs>
3: Carl Malden.
1: Oh, that's right. I remember. Yeah. The the streets of San Francisco were sparkling clean for Xi Jinping to visit this week. By the way, Biden just sat down in San Francisco a little while ago for this uh, Asia Pacific summit out there. And sure enough, to get the city ready, somehow they found rooms or something for about 10,000 homeless people. They cleaned the streets. They got rid of the poop, and they pressure washed streets, building
2: fronts. So Can you imagine they what also they paid? put up a very large fence. Oh yes. oh yeah, they did. Yep.
3: Imagine what they paid for those rooms. In all seriousness, they probably paid $300, 400 bucks a night to put all these people temporarily up there <laughs> See, for what the, a fake image that is not true of the reality of living there.
1: See if if the planner or whoever city planner whoever was in charge of this uh, operation, shall yeah. we call it? Um, what would have been cool is if they housed all those homeless people in the same hotels where the dignitaries are going to stay. I think that would be great. <laughs> they could chat with each
3: other and discuss how things are going.
1: <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah, uh, the, uh, Xi Jinping is in town in San Francisco and uh, Biden and he are set to meet tomorrow. And embarrassing. And indeed. Real embarrassing. Yeah, just, just just, keep a close eye and make yeah. sure Biden doesn't accept any envelopes and stick them in his jacket oh, pocket know. or something like that. I right? know, meeting with
3: the Chinese, right? Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: exactly. Okay, we'll be back with more of the American adversaries on this Trump and Tuesday, brought to us by Sutherland Nissan and uh, Morse code in Winter
14: Park. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Palestinian authorities are calling for a ceasefire to evacuate three dozen newborns and other patients trapped inside Gaza's biggest hospital as Israeli forces battled Hamas in the streets just outside and seized more ground across northern Gaza. The Israeli army has encircled Shifa Hospital, the facility it says Hamas hides in and beneath to use civilians as shields for its main command base. Wall Street surged after a report on U.S. inflation sent waves of relief through the markets. The S&P 500 jumped 1.9% to a two-month high Tuesday, one of its best days of the year. The Dow rallied 489 points and the Nasdaq Composite soared 2.4%. The highly anticipated report showed inflation slowed last month, bolstering bets among traders that the Fed is likely done. This is SRN. AM
12: 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer.
11: I-4 slowdowns westbound around Lake Mary, around Colonial, and from Kirkman to U.S. 27, I-4 eastbound, slow from World Drive up towards the Turnpike around Fairbanks and up around West 1st Street. Report of that crash still. Orange Avenue at Sand Lake reports of blockage with emergency vehicles. Beachline going slow westbound into I-4. Your latest answer traffic. I'm Dave Derica.
5: There ain't no doubt I love this land. God
1: bless the Okay, welcome once again to the American Adversaries Series radio show Coming to you live from the Relaxing Comfort Studio Now on WACX-TV, the super channel 55.7 on your antenna remote And I got Randy and Trumpy Ross and Mike McBath And myself, Christopher Hart, in the studio And we've got Pete Paquette on the bridge for us tonight Ladies and gentlemen uh, Jeff will be back Friday. Uh, we got a contest challenge for you a little uh, bit later uh, on in the this show. This is a good well. one again. It, <laughs> it is yes yeah. indeed yes indeed. And once again, let me remind you. get Okay, uh-huh. and, and so anyway, uh, we want to go now to the author, political consultant, advisor, and world's most famous pollster, Dick Morris, to talk about his brand new book, "Corrupt: The Inside Story of Biden's Dark Money." Dick, thanks for being back on with us. How are you doing tonight? Thank you. It's great. Well, well, I know in your book, "The Return: Trump's Big 2024 Comeback," you mentioned in one of the chapters. You talked about Biden's shady business deals. I take yep. it corrupt builds on that chapter.
15: Yeah, it sure does. A skyscraper corrupt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the book I've just written details the accounts of his uh, of the son's investments and profits. And they share how they shared with Joe in uh, China, Russia, Kazakhstan, Iraq, um, Costa Rica, and a bunch of other countries. And what's most important about the book is it shows what Joe Biden did for the money. You know, these bribes were basically quid pro quo, but nobody's ever spelled out what the pro quo was. Right. What did China give Biden? I'm sorry, what did Biden give China? What did the United States do to China at the behest of Biden? And I list 20 steps that the administration took or refused to take that were to China's benefit and against the interests of the U.S. Begin with COVID. There was never a serious investigation into the origins of COVID. And China successfully walled off its Wuhan lab and its personnel from any scrutiny. Nobody ever has spoken to those employees. China says a backbite spread. Most people say a lab leak, but a lot of people, including me, suspect it wasn't a lab leak, but it was a deliberate biological attack on the United States, yeah. trying to defeat Trump and screw up our economy. By the
1: way, uh, Senator,
15: there are so Rand, many others there.
1: Senator yeah. Rand Paul echoes that uh, charge about the uh, purposeful. Does. Yeah.
15: He, he does. Yep. And uh, Biden laid 350,000 Chinese exchange students into the U.S. And then dissolved the office Trump had set up in the FBI to monitor their activities and to screen for, for intelligence to the spy. Uh, China has a monopoly on rare earth minerals. Those are essential to car batteries and uh, any kind of solar energy and Uh, wind turbine energy. And uh, China's monopoly is being challenged by proposals in the U.S. to build rare earth mineral mines here. We have plentiful rare earth minerals that used to lead the world in their production. And Biden has vetoed every single one of those applications, including a huge application for a mine in northern Minnesota.
1: well, let me ask you: do, do you have similar connections with the other countries? I think we know in Ukraine with the Burisma thing, but you mentioned several yeah. other countries. Do you have similar connections? Because somebody might argue, well, he's just making bad decisions that somehow happen to benefit China. No big deal.
15: Well, no, I mean nobody collects off Biden the way China does. It's, uh, I mean, some do, but they pay bribes to, the, to the Bidens. But they, but when a highway contractor pays you money. That's corruption. But when you're taking money from our biggest international rival uh, to do favors for them and against our own national interests, I think that's treason. Um, China right now is trying to topple the dollar from its supremacy in the globe as the international currency. And Biden has done nothing to stop it and in fact enables it by his deficit spending and the inflation in the U.S. Uh, China's built islands in the South. China Sea without the U.S. staying a peep, like unsinkable aircraft carriers used in an invasion of Taiwan. Uh, China's open bases in Cuba, a uh, thing that like Kennedy almost went to war with Russia to prevent in the 60s. The, uh, China requires U.S. businesses when they move to China to take a partner and give them 51% of their company the worst arranged marriage there ever was, and uh, to turn over all of the technical secrets and their patents and intellectual property. Companies have done that on mass, and Biden has done nothing to stop them from doing it. Uh, There are just so many examples of policies that are plainly against the interests of the United States and plainly in the interests of China. I detail 20 of them in my book, and that's why I think these allegations go... Far more than just corruption and bribery, they go literally to betraying the interests of the United States.
1: Do you think he did it be knowing he was betraying the interest, or just out of selfish? Self-care? Oh, absolutely, sure he did, of course.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, Dick. Another the, uh, question is the end game. What does he think the end game's going to be? As you uh, rip apart the country, you know, one way or another, where are we going to be when this whole thing comes apart and no one, if no one steps in?
15: Well, he's going to be a lot richer. million richer. So I think that answers your question. But where America will be, uh, I believe, will be under Donald Trump as the president. And I believe he will dismantle everything that Biden has done. And uh, and at the same time, insist that China stop subsidizing exports, stop manipulating currency, stop requiring U.S. companies to cough over their technology, stop them from building artificial island aircraft carriers in the South China Sea and a whole host of other stuff. I think Trump is going to be very fierce about that, and I think that China knows that. In a transaction like this, you always have two parts. The one is when you're bribing the person. The other is when you're saying that if you stop bribing them, they'll turn on you. And that seems to be the situation now.
1: All right. We're speaking, of course, with Dick Morris about his brand new book, Corrupt, the inside story of Biden's dark money, where he makes these connections uh, of policy decisions and initiatives to money that the Biden family has received from these foreign countries China prominently. I take it that you're not all that comfortable with Xi Jinping and Joe Biden meeting in San Francisco tomorrow. (laughs) No, I'm
15: not. But I'm even more appalled by Gavin Newsom traveling to China. To basically to open his presidential campaign with a meeting with our worst enemy, uh, it, it's such a such a bad signal, and uh, and something we should remember if Nixon actually does run for president.
1: You know, Dick. Uh, yesterday, eight Republicans voted with the Democrats to not impeach Mayorkas, Uh, and, you know, there's been talk of impeaching Joe Biden. Knowing that, do you think that even with this information you're providing that there would be the will in Congress to impeach Joe Biden? And
15: Absolutely, there will be. You think? Um, Mayorkas is a small fry compared to that, and uh, I think Congress committee is in the process of building an airtight case. They're not there yet, but I think they definitely will be. And I think, frankly, the indictments of Donald Trump, engineered by the Biden administration, opened the door for the indictment of Joe Biden over what he's done, because what he's done is far more serious than anything Trump has caused to do. Trump may have taken some classified documents home with him. and may have made some inappropriate phone calls in Georgia, but he didn't give away the whole story to the Chinese Communist Party, as Biden has done.
1: Well, of course, Biden has his own document scandal, shall we say. And does that play any role in your research?
15: Yeah, uh, my research details all of the steps that Biden and the Justice Department took to impede the investigation of Biden's classified documents and to impede any investigation of Hunter Biden. Um, The FBI requested, for example, they've been permitted to search Biden's vacation home. And he was refused. And uh, at one point, the FBI telegraphed to Hunter that there the, the investigators were coming, so he better button everything up. Um, that's all whole separate element in this.
3: You know, Dick, when you look at all the homes Biden has and everything, it's obvious from his salary he could have never afforded these. I mean, yep. at what point do we reach where we just say, we got enough evidence, let's go?
15: Well, in a few weeks, I think. I think Comer just subpoenaed Joe's and Hunter's bank account, and that'll reveal all of this. When Joe Biden left the United States Senate uh, after 36 years of service in 2008, his net worth was $21,000. That's it. He was either the dumbest senator or the most honest. Now it's, now it's $10 million. Uh that, you don't get that on a VP salary. <laughs> Most of that money came between the time he left office as vice president and the time he took office as president. good example of that is to try literally put them on their payroll. They gave the University of Pennsylvania $58 million to set up Penn Biden Center for Global Engagement and Diplomacy. And they paid Biden almost a million dollars a year to be the professor there in you know, the course to any courses, and by the way, they put Blinken on their payroll as the managing director of the center. So, and they had given, the China had given the University of Pennsylvania $17 million over the four-year period before 2017. But between 2017 and 2020, they gave them $70 million, nearly since there was that Joe Biden became president. And uh, so, I mean, it's, it's awfully graphic.
2: Mr. Morris, I'm the more naive person that's going to interview you today, because I sometimes just think, what in the world's going on? How is it possible some things can be so clear and obvious, even if you're a journalist and looking at this from an objective, if they can, standpoint versus the subjective side? All of these things, how can they be so obvious? And yet we go down this rabbit hole of ignoring the truth.
15: Well, part of it is the fault of the law. And loophole, um, the federal law is very strict about what the what president and wife, his wife, or candidate, the president and his wife, have to reveal about their income sources, their donations, and all that. But there's absolutely no requirement for a son or daughter or an in-law or an aunt or an uncle to reveal anything. So Hunter was able to do all of this in total obscurity, and his father was able to so people don't bribe me, bribe, bribe him. So for example, on his first visit to China, uh, he flew with Hunter as his uh, traveling companion. Hunter had no role except to basically be Biden's bagman. So he circumvented the law by channeling all this through his son. And that's all we have to change. By the way, Harry Reid in Nevada, the ex-majority leader, did the same damn thing his son lobbying firm and collected all the money that Harry really couldn't be seen collecting
1: uh, basically buying influence and dick you know but you know a lot of Republicans and of course you're making a case for impeaching Joe Biden but if we had our druthers don't we want him to be the Democrat nominee especially given the poll and the momentum that we're seeing and I, I presume that your polling and your research is, is indicative yeah. of the same thing please go ahead <laughs>
15: It is. But first of all, the Democrats would have a very hard time recovering from the scandal of the impeachment of their president. Um, The uh, Republican Party was basically out of power for eight years after the Watergate scandal. And uh, I think that the that would have a devastating effect on the Democratic Party. And secondly, I think that uh, that we're going to win this election. Because of Trump's popularity because of the tremendous support he's built around the country uh, and because uh, people feel that he's being persecuted and uh, and that he's being singled out by the government for discrimination, basically stop him from being president. But there was one other thing I want to mention on your show it has not been covered in the media but should be. you know the Republicans have lusted after control of the United States Senate, right. But when Manchin announced he wasn't going to run again, nobody's really written that that effectively gives them control of the Senate next year. Uh, when Manchin leaves the Senate, that seat will obviously go Republicans. the head of the Republican state. And that would be the 50th Republican senator. And if Trump is elected, his vice president will cast the deciding vote, letting the Republicans organize the Senate. So. We basically are in a position where we're going to control the House, probably by a larger margin because of Trump's winning. And Senate at least because of that, there are also five seats we might pick up. But the point is that Trump will take office as president, controlling both houses of Congress, which is magnificent tribute.
3: Dick, do you think China would consider it all a hot war against the United States while Biden's in office?
15: No, I don't think so. I think maybe maybe Taiwan, but no, not against the U.S. directly. you got to realize that something was pointed out to me by one of the top NSC officials. China has a large military. But it has not fought a war since 1970. And uh, its military potential is untested. Its people are not combat-ready, combat-prepared. And it's likely that you would see the same problems in the Chinese military that have been exposed in the Russian military as Ukraine basically has defeated them. And uh, I do not think that the Chinese are ready for a war with the United States.
1: All right. Uh, Dick Morris, thanks for being with us. He's the author of the brand-new book, Corrupt. And by the way, our best to both you and your wife. And have a marvelous Thank you. Thanksgiving. And uh, and. Con- And congratulations on another excellent read. And it is an excellent read. Thank you so much. We'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Dick Morris. Bye-bye. You go by author of corrupt the inside story of Biden's dark money. And he emphasized China, but no, that's not the whole book. I mean, he no, goes through these other countries as well mm-hmm. and makes these associations and the connections. And would it be enough for an impeachment? Uh, I don't know, given, you know, what's all happened with my yesterday. But certainly it adds to the pile of evidence like Randy was talking about, this huge pile of evidence. Right. And duh. You know, right? It's right in front I mean, of you how know? much evidence do you need to put
3: somebody away? They needed away. far
2: less evidence against yeah. Trump. They, that's exactly they got Trump. Trump. And They marched their papers through. Val Demings, remember? She was marching oh, her papers yes. through there. That's right. They're all wearing it almost like a, a sorority affair as they're walking in. The, yep.
1: the parade from the, the House parade, chamber to yes. the Senate chamber to deliver mm-hmm. the and then impeachment. And then we learned that
2: it was all BS.
1: Indeed. All right. So get the book Corrupt. And, uh, and I'll, I'll be uh, going over it more with you as well. But uh, it's By the way, all Dick Morris's books are excellent reads. They're very well-researched, and he's got an excellent writing style. So it's an easy read for you, and you come away with a lot more knowledge than you started with. All right, we'll take a break, and when we come back, I hope we'll have something that you'll come away with a lot more knowledge than when you started with when we get back with the American Adversaries on a Trumpet Tuesday brought to us by Sutherland Nissan. You'll find Sutherland Nissan at East Colonial Drive and Chickasaw Trail and online at OrlandoNissan.com. 407-366-6499, or visit them at jerryzmb.com. Remember, they're your dealership alternative. Jerry'snb.com 407-366-6499.
4: Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Do you suffer with low energy, difficulty sleeping, digestive issues, frequent illnesses, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Heist Health Clinic is for you. Hi, this is Renee Humphreys. At Heist Health Clinic, we use holistic methods to balance your body so it can help heal itself. Call Heist Health Clinic at 407 677 1660 or go online to drheist.com so we can help you experience outrageous health.
6: Folks, do you suffer from nagging back or neck pain? Ever wake up feeling more exhausted than the night before? And what about that sleep partner who's turning your nights into a concert of snores or dealing with breathing issues, acid reflux, or sleep apnea? Here's the game changer. Discover a better night's sleep and a better day at Relax & Comfort. We're a unique mattress store. At Relax & Comfort, we're all about elevating your sleep experience, and we've got all the top brands to prove it, including Tempur-Pedic, Personal Comfort, and Stearns & Foster, our smart bed aren't just beds. They're your personalized sleep sanctuary with hundreds of healthy positions. They're designed to fit you perfectly. Plus, they have an amazing feature, automatic snore detection and response. No more sleepless nights because of a noisy partner. The best part? We're conveniently located at Winter Park Village just across from Regal Cinemas. Come see us today and experience a nice sleep like never before. Relax in comfort, where better sleep leads to better days. That's relaxandcomfort.com or visit us in person at the winter park village just across from regal cinemas a family tradition since 1967.
16: Hi, I'm John Siebert, President of Patriot Home Funding, Central Florida's best mortgage broker. And we are making mortgages great again by offering the lowest rates and best service, all while not charging any lender, junk fees, or points on most of our products. And if you are a veteran, we will pay for your appraisal as a way of saying thanks for your service. Take the Patriot Home Funding Challenge. We'll give you five-star luxury service and save you money. Give us a call at 407-389-5132. That's 407-389-5132. 132, or visit us at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home
11: Funding is a licensed mortgage broker business in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender. John Siebert is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida, NMLS 305711.
6: The holidays are here, and there's no better way to enjoy them than to celebrate with family and friends as you break bread together. Cafe Positano's is where thousands of families and businesses have enjoyed delicious, authentic Italian food served in a quiet atmosphere. Brothers Pasquale and Roberto Barba are proud to offer their family's recipes to your family, except on Thanksgiving Day, when they prepare the food and serve their employees. Celebrate and make Cafe Positano's a holiday tradition for your family and enjoy authentic Italian.
1: We all know we can't avoid death and taxes. Here in Florida, we also can't avoid mold, mildew, and grime building up on our homes, businesses, carports, and sidewalks. When it's time for you to tackle that dirt and grime, call Deer Brothers Exterior Cleaning, D-E-E-R-E. They do it all, from soft washing roofs to high-powered washing for those really tough jobs. No job too big or small. So when it comes time for you to deal with the mold, mildew, and grime, call Deer Brothers Exterior Cleaning at 407-978-8834. Leave the dirty work to them, 407-978-8834.
10: Due to the high demand, we've been able to add more golden circle seats for the Jeff Allen comedy show coming up Saturday night, November 18th at Family Jerks at the Lakeside Campus in Windermere. Make sure you get yours right now. They're going fast at theanswerorlando.com. Theanswerorlando.com. America
12: first. It's our DNA. AM 950, FM 94.9. The answer.
6: Lives within. Lives
3: within. <laughs> it. What's that smiling faces in Congress it doesn't show the evil that lurks within I'm, I'm
1: surprised we don't play this the bump all the time I know this <laughs> is so we good talk about yeah, here. I know uh, just about everything we'll there. Yeah, there you go every day we can find a yep. story that it would fit all right well we got oh, Jill on the line so let's take Jill's phone call hey Jill how are you doing tonight
9: Alrighty, guys. Hi. Um, so I'm calling about this whole impeachment thing. Of course, we want to impeach Joe, but that's a whole other story. I'm calling about Mallorca. Okay. So when <laughs> I heard that the eight uh, Republicans voted against it, I was filming, of course. And Twitter was blowing up and, oh, they must be, you know, primary. Get them out. Well, I got the list. I started with Ken uh, buck i and, think his name is yeah, at he, the top and um of course i got a recording so i left a very passionate but no swear message
3: good then very nice
9: i call, i called daryl isis was the next and i actually got a person and i started talking with her and she's like i'm so glad you called because i cannot get this out in the text or a tweet apparently they voted against it, because if they sent it over to the Senate, that would have been outright rejected. There would have been no chance, the way it was presented, yep. of passing in the Senate. Yep. So they have to, from what her words were, get more evidence to um, have a more solid case, like right. a case against Mayorkas. He's such a twerd anyway. Well, but... but
1: you know, in essence, uh, you know, that was my thinking when I saw this. Now, Ken Buck, by the way, is not running for reelection, so he's not going to be around next go round mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, Daryl Issa right. has been a, a very solid conservative. He's from California. Yeah. But my, I thought what the, the argument, and that's kind of what you're saying, is that my orcas is just carrying out his boss's policies. I mean, he's the wrong one to impeach over this. I mean, he's just doing what he's told to do, basically. Do you think he may have well, lied a lot
3: in, in his presentations, though, Chris, the Congress? Uh, possibly. Which there, there
1: lies the case. P- but, possibly. Yeah. But but see, this foretells something. You know, we just talked with Dick Morris. Right. Now his book and his evidence may yeah. change everything. I don't know. But, I mean, if you can't get enough Republicans to vote to impeach Mayorkas, how in the world do you think you're going to get them to vote to impeach Joe Biden? See, this is the problem, especially when you have such a small majority in the House of Representatives and no majority in the Senate. They may not even be able to pass impeachment articles out of the House against Joe Biden given all the evidence,
3: which could be true, right? I agree. And
1: then even if they do, it'll be the same thing the aide told you as soon as he gets to the Senate, they're going to toss it out the window. There's no way in hell this Senate is ever going to vote to impeach or convict, I should say, Mario Arcus, Biden, anybody uh, other than some Republican, right? That's because the impeachment process is not a legal process. It's a political process. And that's why it's political dynamite, and sometimes it can gl- blow up in your face. But, Jill, thanks for doing that. Thanks for calling these people. Oh, that's terrific. Because yeah. it makes a I difference do- when they hear from you, and sometimes it makes a difference when you hear from them. Thank you so much, Jill. We love you being out there. Isn't
3: that great to see somebody you know that is active and uh, you know going after what needs to be
1: expressed? And today. what does it take to make a phone call? That's right. Or two. Thank you, Jill. All right, we'll come back with Trump and Tuesday. Brought to us by Sutherland Nissan and Morse Code, located at 100 East Morse Boulevard in Winter Park. Randy just celebrated the birthday.
2: It was very nice. The staff is—it's a, a perfect spot for a birthday party. It, it is.
1: It is, and it's so easy to find. And there's plenty of places to park. You don't have to worry about. That Morse code 100 East Morse Boulevard in Winter Park. <laughs> <laughs> not, the
3: music is not that way. <laughs> I think that's Morse code. Yeah, welcome. And and
5: January 20th, 2017,
0: will be remembered as the day the people We do not seek to pose our way of life on anyone. Rather, to let it shine as an example, we will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected, and we will always be protected. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. And most importantly we will be protected by god we stand at the birth of a little millennium ready to unlock the mysteries of space to free the earth from the miseries of disease and to harness the energies industries and technologies of tomorrow a new national pride will stir ourselves lift our sights and heal our divisions Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you God bless you and God bless America Let's go see our friend What I'm a road
1: Alrighty, welcome to our number two of the American Adversaries Drive Time Now Primetime Show coming to you on a Trump and Tuesday, every Trump and Tuesday, brought to us by Settle and Nissan and now of course also Morse Code in Winter Park. Got Randy and Trumpy Ross, as well as Michael McBath and myself, Christopher Hart, in the Relaxing Comfort Studio. Pete Paquette is on the bridge with us, and on the line with us right now is a man coming to town this Saturday. And uh, he's, I don't know if clowning around is the right word, but he's certainly going to make us laugh, ladies and gentlemen. So I'd like to welcome back to the show, Jeff Allen. Hey, Jeff, how are you doing tonight?
13: I'm doing great, man. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, well, uh I'm just glad that uh, we go, we're going live. Most people don't put me on live; they don't want to risk that. So. <laughs> well,
1: in your prior life, we pro, yeah. Pete says he got the delay working, but they're uh, <laughs> covered. In your prior oh, life, okay. in your prior life, we might be worried, but uh, after, uh, especially having read your book, are we there yet? I feel pretty safe. But uh, you're coming to town oh. Saturday, and I am. It's going to be a lot of fun, and you got a VIP reception. Hey, what 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 more can people want? What's up? So, uh, how's the tour been going so far?
13: Oh, it's been going great. Okay. Um, just uh, really busy. I'm, uh, you know, I'm an old man. And uh, I just can't remember. But the game I like to play is when I get out of my hotel uh, room and I close the door. I have my back to the door. I try to remember what my hotel room number is. <laughs> and I'm, I'm batting about 300. <laughs> is that <laughs> Not right? Good. Uh,
1: yeah. All uh, right. And uh, by the way, we're going to be giving some tickets away after the interview with Jeff here. And so how many, how many cities are you hitting with this tour?
13: Wow, uh, it's just coast to coast, so I don't know what they all add up to. Um and uh probably good. You know, uh, I, uh my wife will determine. I told my management, my wife will determine when it ends, you know. <laughs> so uh last year I was uh I was last September I did my first movie and I was on location and uh about halfway through it, she calls up. We get into an argument on the phone and I said, "What is going on with you?" She goes, "Don't hate me for missing you." And I go, wow, that's a country lyric, babe. Holy cow. <laughs> we could get some real mailbox money. We flushed that thing out. <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> and, of course, uh, you two have been married for how long now?
13: 37 years, all in a row. Consecutive. That's Congratulations, one, and you know, one woman. Yeah. yeah. How
2: about that? How about <laughs> and that? You're only 67, so mm-hmm. you're not old. That's real question:
3: is how many years happily?
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you know, a, it's, a,
13: it's a, numbers <laughs> thing. It's a numbers thing,
1: you know? <laughs> Indeed,
3: it is.
13: Define happy. Let's define happy. What is happy? Mm. I mean, really. <laughs> but you know
1: you, you know, you, you mentioned this in your book, but you know, the comedy tour is. When your earlier days of comedy, you made fun of your wife. And is it fair to say now you kind of make fun with your wife instead of of her?
13: Yeah, it's like an, I, I observed, like, we were just on vacation. And about two days into all this driving, we had a lot of driving. I looked at her and I said, you know, you can never leave me. I said, "I, I we are at a point in our marriage where every conversation we have turns into a game of charades. We can't remember a thing. It's like this constant, you know... I saw that guy you worked with in, uh, in New York on TV. Well, what guy was that? You know that guy. I go no, Tammy. I'm asking you what what the guy's name was. Oh, I don't know. It was New York. Was it New York City? I don't know. Well, Rochester, Buffalo, Syracuse. I don't know, Jeff. Maybe it wasn't New York. Well, God, help me out. What was he a white guy? You know, what <laughs> you know, was he tall, short? Well, he was your height. Well, six foot, six one. No, he wasn't. That's all. Then he's not my height. Come on. In your book, it, it you... just goes on like for minutes and then no resolution no nothing and then she just drifts
2: off in your forward of your book and in the intro of your book you talk about addiction which when i look at this i would not have thought that's what this was going to be about i would have thought this is going to be a gentleman that's discussing politics and how crazy it's gotten how have you how have you converted the life that you had under addiction into what you're now saying is my journey from a messed up life to a meaningful life
13: Wow. Well, I got sober, and uh, I walk into a room full of strangers, and uh, somebody says, "Pray." I said, "To what?" <laughs> you know? And uh, who knew it would be eight years of uh, trying to find an answer to that question? Um, you know, I, you know, they always call it generically as a higher power, and I go, "Well, look, if I'm making up a deity, that kind of makes me delusional." So, um, you know, does God exist? And if He doesn't, then uh, I, you know, we'll Figure out, but I'm not going to make one up. Uh, you know, it might look good on a bumper sticker, but cancer hits or death of a child, and you're in the midst of some storm in life, and you're on your knees and you're praying to whatever something you made up. I mean, well, how's that going to work? So that really was the beginning of the um, thing, and and the title came from that. You know, it's like you're on a journey, and like a child in the back seat of your parents' car, you don't know what the destination is, you don't know where you're going, how long it's going to take. And recovery for me was as if the parents left me at a rest.
1: Uh oh, we're getting some uh, breakup here. Uh, we're speaking with Jeff Allen. Yes, okay, we, we lost that last bit of it there, uh, about 10 seconds worth of your statement there. You want to re- re- restate it?
13: Oh, God, it was brilliant. I can't remember. There you go. (laughs) That's That's part of the the uh, work. That's Uh, all I know. Take my word for it. It was brilliant. It was life-changing for uh, anybody uh, listening. Oh, (laughs) gosh.
1: Listen, Jeff, was it easier to write your material before your conversion, shall we say, or after?
13: Well, it was interesting because the material didn't change much. It's just the attitude and the, the way I delivered it. I was just really angry. Um, you know, I learned early on in comedy, my first funny routine was because I had a really crappy 67 Volkswagen bug <laughs> and I was, I had to park it on a hill because I couldn't afford to change the starter in it. So I had to push it down the hill, hop in, pop the clutch. <laughs> and I, I, I ended up being late for a show cause I couldn't get the car started. And I ran the last mile and a half and, and I ran onto the stage and just started spewing about this piece of garbage car. I said, I've owned three of them because I couldn't believe what pieces of crap the first two were. You know, and, uh, <laughs> you know the frosting system is your breath in a rag. God forbid, get the heater working, it'll burn every hair right off your ankle. It's like driving with a blowtorch on the floorboard. <laughs> I mean, I just was spewing, just spewing. And I realized, I'm going, holy cow, they're laughing. It was like the first time. And uh, I just, I, I walked off going, comedy's truth? You know, there has to be some sense of truth to it. And then, uh, angst, you know. So, uh, I, those years, uh, that I was married, uh, early, um, uh, I was just, I, I took the anger way too far. You know, Joan Rivers said something like, if, if comedy's anger, as long as you keep it under 50% of the attitude, you'll be fine. If it gets over that, people get put off by it. And that's, uh, that's what happened to me. I just was extremely angry. And, uh,
2: I bet you wish you and had one
13: of those politics, Volkswagens and my now. my politics were not good. <laughs> I was, I'm right of center. I'm right of center. I was conservative in the, in the 90s. Uh-oh. And I'd be at these comedy clubs, and I'd be spewing all this stuff. And, you know, they hated me even more. <laughs> <laughs>
1: did, did, well, did, to, to that, did you feel any pressure or have you felt any pressure during this, shall we call it the woke era, uh, on your material, on what you do?
13: Well, I do one line, and it's very funny. I was in Orange County, uh, Irvine, the Irvine Improv, and uh, which is, you know, Orange County is conservative, so I, I didn't feel like I was, you know, stepping out. So I, I do a line uh, about golfing. I said, I play woke golf. You know, that's where you hit your ball. Uh, you hit your tee shot, then you pick the ball up in places where you feel it should be. And, um,
5: that's pretty good. And I
13: said, like everything in the woke world, there's not one root in reality. So I've had 41 hole-in-one. I'm better than I thought I was. <laughs> you know? so, so anyway, some woman just stares at me. I mean, from that moment, I had her arms crossed, just glaring at me. So anyway, I finished the show. I'm taking pictures with people. And, and uh, the guy comes up. And I go, hey, you're the guy that was sitting next to that woman that just... Amy, and he starts laughing. He goes, yeah, that's our woke neighbors, man. We, we brought them to your show because we thought it would be funny. <laughs> 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 and he said they, they just got ticked off. And, uh, you know, and I don't, I don't you know what, I, I, to me, everything in life is about intent and malice. You know, it's, it's like when I started comedy in the 70s, we all talked about the different racial issues and the cultural differences, and nobody, as long as it wasn't malicious, You know, the American people are pretty, you know, good at picking up on things like that, you know, and um, I don't know where, when it started changing in the 80s, I used to do a a really good drunk driving routine, you know, (laughs) and uh, all of a sudden people just weren't laughing at it anymore because it wasn't culturally acceptable to talk about, you know, your your afflictions, (laughs) (laughs) you know.
1: We're speaking with Jeff Allen. He's coming to town this Saturday, and you can get your tickets at the answerorlando.com website. You can upgrade to a VIP experience with him as well. Jeff, who is your favorite comedian?
13: Wow. I, uh, well, I grew up with Cosby and Carlin, um, and I, I think one of the reasons why I tell stories is because I, I just always felt that Cosby was was just great at that. You know, and, um, and then Carlin with the observations, you know, what I loved about Carlin was he could take some of the most mundane minutia and turn it into, you know, just gold. Um, and, um, both of those guys were relatively clean. Carlin was clean. I mean, you you, you can't do 150 tonight shows, uh, certainly in the seventies and eighties without being able to work clean. Um, and, um, the content of his material was clean. He just had a salty, salty language. Mm -hmm. But, um, today, uh, boy, I love Brian Regan. Um, uh, Nate Bargatze. I've become a fan of his, uh, um, one of my favorites all time was Dennis Wolfberg. He passed away at a young age, you know, but man, what a storyteller. He was, he was brilliant. Um,
1: well look I look for I'll be there on Saturday night. I look forward to meeting you there. And, oh, cool! Yeah,
13: so uh, it's going to be. are not lo- just saying that because we're on the radio, right? Because <laughs> you're actually going to
2: come. He up. would do something like that, no, but I have a feeling he's going to make it a date night. Be there? The, the mm-hmm. Of course you can. Of
13: course you can. You work later. I mean, these guys that get up at three o'clock in the morning; they're in bed by seven. You know?
1: <laughs> I know it. Well, I could never yeah. do the morning show. The afternoon drive is perfect for me, and uh, and it's going to be a perfect evening because we all need a little bit of uplifting at this point, you know, and absolutely in America man. and. And I just, uh, you know, I'm grateful for people like you lifting our spirits on a regular basis. Jeff Allen, thanks for being with us today.
13: Thanks for having me, man. Have a great night.
1: You too, and we'll see you on Saturday. And by the way, uh, yes, indeed, we just found out that there's been another spe- there's a special allotment of Golden Circle tickets that they just released, and you can get them at the AnswerOrlando.com website. And we have a couple of tickets to give away, VIP tickets to give away. And uh, shall we do it right now, Pete? Shall we do that right now?
10: Well, however you however you want to do it, right now sure. is great.
1: I, I, I tell you what, let's uh, we're up against. Let's go ahead and take the break, and when we come back from the break, uh, we'll give that pair of tickets away. But in the meantime, uh, if you don't get your tickets via the giveaway, get them at the answerorlando.com website. The answerorlando.com. Once again, the present the uh, event will be this Saturday. It's going to be in Windermere at the family church and it start the VIP reception starts at 5:30 the the show itself starts at 7 and the doors open for general admission at 6 and uh, I'll definitely be there and hope to see you there as well it's going to be a lot of fun that night ladies and gentlemen and you'll get a copy of his excellent book are we there yet all right we're there now with the break
10: Minute with comedian Jeff Allen coming to Family Church Lakeside Campus November 18th.
3: I found out I'm a functioning hypochondriac. Functioning, not clinical. Turns out those people are pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, this is how God protects his children. It's my ADHD that keeps my hypochondria functional. Those days, I've convinced myself I need an ambulance, but by the time I get to the phone to call one, I've been distracted four or five times. That's... I do wind up in the kitchen. I got the telephone. I can't remember why I picked up the telephone. And that's when I would order the pizza. So...
13: My kids love me. Dan's dying again. Pepperoni, Pops!
10: See Jeff Allen live November 18th at Family Church Lakeside Campus in his only Central Florida appearance on his Are We There Yet? tour. Get tickets now at TheAnswerOrlando.com, TheAnswerOrlando.com.
7: Hey, Central Florida, Dave Ramsey here. When you need advice on your taxes and want to work with someone who has the heart of a teacher, you need to see Larry Herring CPA. He's one of our tax-endorsed local providers, and he's ready to talk with you about all your income tax needs. Larry Herring will help you manage your taxes just like any other expense. Take it from me, Larry is your guy. 407-647-7777 or at herringcpa.com.
6: Folks, do you suffer from nagging back or neck pain? Ever wake up feeling more exhausted than the night before? And what about that sleep partner who's turning your nights into a concert of snores or dealing with breathing issues, acid reflux, or sleep apnea? Here's the game changer. Discover a better night's sleep and a better day at Relax & Comfort. We're a unique mattress store. At Relax & Comfort, we're all about elevating your sleep experience, and we've got all the top brands to prove it, including Tempur-Pedic, Personal Comfort, and Stearns & Foster, our smart bed beds aren't just beds. They're your personalized sleep sanctuary with hundreds of healthy positions. They're designed to fit you perfectly plus they have an amazing feature automatic snore detection and response. No more sleepless nights because of a noisy partner. The best part? We're conveniently located at Winter Park Village just across from Regal Cinemas. Come see us today and experience a nice sleep like never before. Relax in comfort where better sleep leads to better days. That's relaxincomfort.com or visit us in person at the Winter Park Village, just across from Regal Cinemas, a family tradition
8: since 1967. It's that time of year again when you begin searching for that thoughtful Christmas gift. Well, Network Sound and Video makes memories last forever, restoring records, cassettes, VHS, and camcorder tapes to CD and DVD so your family can enjoy them for a lifetime. Call right now at 407-834-8555 or visit online networksoundandvideo.com. All work is done right here in Longwood, networksoundandvideo.com where memories last forever 407-834-8555 Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer
11: Lots of crashes on those roads got a crash on John Young northbound at Sand Lake the 408 eastbound crash at Conway with blockage on the left side Orange Avenue crash at Sand Lake ongoing blockage there for a while 434 crash at Challenger I'm Dave Dorica. your latest answer traffic. Recognized as Central Florida's
12: number one conservative talk destination. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer.
1: We're back, we're live. It is a Trumpin' Tuesday, brought to us by Sutherland Nissan and Morse Code. We got another guest. Before we do that, though, we got those that pair of tickets. For the Jeff Allen Comedy Tour coming to Orlando on Saturday, if you would like to win that pair of tickets, their VIP tickets, be the third, one, two, three, third phone caller at 407-774-8255, 407-774-8255, the third phone caller will get those tickets. In the meantime, we got Congressman Corey Mills going to join us right now from Capitol Hill. Congressman Mills, uh, what you guys been up to today?
17: Well, it's great to be back with you. Unfortunately, uh, what we are up to today is a lot of the same from D.C. Uh, more inflationary spending, uh, no ability for D.C. to have the political courage to stop with these continual resolutions at the Pelosi level of spending, uh, and no real economic growth strategy. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's becoming more and more disheartening. As we go on, and look, I'm proud of the fact that we have gotten to appropriation bills, single-point appropriation bills with cuts. But we need to look at cuts, we need to look at reforms, and we need to look at an economic growth strategy and stop with the D.C. dance that is just spend, spend, spend. I mean, I had one of my bills, uh, amendments today, that had serious cuts, that had hundreds of millions of dollars that I was able to – Uh, get as a voice vote passed, but a second vote that would have cut another $158 million to the NIH for their out-of-control spending. And remember, this is the same agency, the NIH, who funded under Fauci the gain of function that led to the pandemic and the release in the Wuhan laboratories. I went to do $158 million to cut funding from that, and we had Republicans that were actually voting against it because they thought it was too big of a cut. (laughs) This is the nonsense that we see here in D.C. And I've told you I wouldn't support these CRs. I told you I wouldn't support an omnibus minibus, but now we've got enough Republicans to fill a special bus. (laughs) We have to really get back to fiscal responsibility. We keep saying it, but then we have Republicans who don't stand for the words that they're actually throwing out on the campaign trails. We're not going to be that way. We're going to continue to fight.
1: Well, uh, uh, let me try to make the speaker's argument here, and that is that, hey, I just got the job. We are passing these uh, single-item uh, appropriations bills, uh, but I need more time. So I need time for this set of bills until January. I need time for this other set of bills until February, and then we'll have these fights. Uh, I, I take it, uh, did I get his his side of the argument right, and and you're not satisfied with that?
17: Chris, look, at the end of the day, I do not put all of this on Speaker Johnson. My confidence levels in his leadership, his ability to get single point appropriations bills passed, I still have absolute confidence in Speaker Johnson's ability to lead. He did inherit his predecessor's poor policies. We're not going to argue and dispute that. But my whole fight is because we passed MilCon VA, DOD. Um, uh, energy, water, many, many bills that could fund about 80 percent of our government. And we're not applying the necessary pressure to the Senate to pass those to continue the funding. If we had to shut down CJS, as an example, which is a weaponized FBI, let me tell you, my feelings would not be hurt by that. We need to make sure that we're getting the cuts reforms in place. And as I said, and I'll stand by I will not vote on any continuing resolutions at the Pelosi-level spendings without having necessary and here's the thing chris we didn't have to do a cr we should have in my opinion looked at instead of a cr a sequestration that brought us back to fiscal year 19 spending levels for 30 days which is like a 1471 level and then put policies on there like hr1 for the low cost energy act and hr2 to secure our borders uh the number one uh, important topic for any American and especially for us in CD7, you know Florida and Texas has taken in an abundance of illegals. and we should have shoved that down Schumer and Mitch McConnell, the two Democrats running the Senate, we should have shoved it down their throat and said, if you don't do this and we're going to hashtag this as a Schumer shutdown. but instead we end up going the opposite direction and continue to fund at Pelosi spending levels. And again, I don't put this on Speaker Johnson. he inherited, a bad hand but that doesn't mean that we have to continue to do the same thing that's what's led to us at 33 plus trillion dollars in spending
1: listen I only have a minute left in this segment it's a hard break I have to take it can you stay through it it'll be a short break you got it Chris. okay all right um, but before we do that this uh, is it now a done deal the continuing resolutions have passed the house and on their way to the Senate
17: the continued resolution unfortunately has passed, bad day for the American taxpayer.
1: Okay. All right, but it's a good day for Central Florida because we have Congressman Corey Mills up there in D.C. fighting for us. And when we come back, we'll ask him about the fight between Kevin McCarthy and this other congressman. A, a rumble in the jungle, right? <laughs> a, a fight might be a mischaracterization, but we'll, uh, we'll get the scoop. Uh, once again, Congressman Corey Mills on the line with us now. And Congressman Mills, uh, what's your website again, please? Uh, our website is millsforflorida.com. Millsforflorida.com. This is a Trump and Tuesday brought to us by Sutherland Nissan and Morse Code and Morse Code, of course, located 100 East Morse Boulevard in Winter Park, and it's a great place for a party.
2: It is. We just had a birthday party for a friend there. Very That's nice.
1: Very nice. Okay, we'll be right back with the American adversaries and Congressman Corey Mills.
5: I'm so
14: with us are in news i'm keith peters reporting the house has voted to prevent a government shutdown new republican speaker mike johnson was successful in his efforts to keep the legislation on track for passage in spite of opposition from some house conservatives the senate would act next on the legislation ahead of friday's shutdown deadline The Israeli military has seized broader control of northern Gaza, including capturing the territory's legislature building and its police headquarters. The gains on Tuesday carried high symbolic value in the country's quest to erase the ruling Hamas terrorist group. Wall Street surged after a report on U.S. inflation sent waves of relief through the markets. The S&P 500 jumped 1.9% to a two-month high Tuesday, one of its best days of the year. The Dow was up by 489 points. More details at srnnews.com. AM 950
12: and FM
6: 94.9, The Answer. Folks, do you suffer from nagging back or neck pain? Ever wake up feeling more exhausted than the night before? And what about that sleep partner who's turning your nights into a concert of snores or dealing with breathing issues, acid reflux, or sleep apnea? Here's the game changer. Discover a better night's sleep and a better day at Relax & Comfort. We're a unique mattress store. At Relax & Comfort, we're all about elevating your sleep experience, and we've got all the top brands to prove it, including Tempur-Pedic, Personal Comfort, and Stearns & Foster, our smart bed beds aren't just beds. They're your personalized sleep sanctuary with hundreds of healthy positions. They're designed to fit you perfectly plus they have an amazing feature automatic snore detection and response. No more sleepless nights because of a noisy partner. The best part? We're conveniently located at Winter Park Village just across from Regal Cinemas. Come see us today and experience a nice sleep like never before. Relax in comfort where better sleep leads to better days. That's relaxincomfort.com or visit us in person at the Winter Park Village just across from Regal Cinemas, a family tradition since 1967.
13: Here's what I tell everyone. I was born by God's dear grace. In an extraordinary place. with the stars and stripes. An eagle fly.
1: Alright, we're back. Welcome once again to the American Adversaries on a Trumpin' Tuesday, Mike McBath. Randy Ann, Trumpy Ross, and myself, Christopher are in the and Comfort Studio. Pete is on the bridge, and on the line with us now is Congressman Corey Mills. As he just explained, the continuing resolutions have passed. They're on the way to the Senate. And uh, both Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer have said they like these uh, continuing resolutions, so I I take it there's a high level of confidence that uh, they'll pass, and Joe Biden will sign them before the weekend.
17: I mean, with the exception of their last names, there's really no, you know, sunlight in between the two, of Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer. It's just two, you know, Democrats running the Senate. Um, So unfortunately, they will pass. And and this is all the more reason I encourage everyone, get out and vote for America First conservatives. Stop voting for the same thing over and over and expecting a different outcome. That's how we got McConnell. That's how we continue to get a lot of the people in Congress who don't want to fight, who... Again, when you come into Congress, the one thing you're guaranteed is a voting card and a lapel pin. But what you're not issued is an actual moral courage and a spine to be able to stand against the D.C. status quo. So um, we need to do something about it. But unfortunately, yes, we're going to continue at these Pelosi spending levels, these you know post-COVID emergency spending levels, which has just continued to drown us in $33.6 trillion and just debt alone where we're spending $644 billion to service the interest. We need cuts, we need reforms, and we need an actual economic growth strategy because we can't continue to drive ourselves towards an economic abyss.
1: By the way, I have to say this, so people quit calling uh, Pete on the bridge. J.J. won the tickets for Jeff Allen. So uh, uh, if we have some more tickets, uh, we'll let you know. But uh, you can stop calling. J.J. won the tickets for Jeff Allen this weekend. Randy has a question for you, Congressman.
2: Congressman, as you know, I do ask the very important questions like, what is your favorite color? And we now (laughs) know it's orange. But here's my question. What was it like when you got to Congress and you now know all this pork is always constantly being added to this process and that's something you have to deal with. Is that just something that you already knew about going into it, and you knew you'd have to figure out a way to manage it, or is it really eye-opening to you?
17: You know, it's sad, Randy, that when I came to Congress and I had heard that we had won the majority, you think that you're gonna act as the majority. You hear a lot of people on the campaign trail giving a lot of their raw, raw red meat-eater speech, and you hope that they carry that over onto the floor where we can actually make a difference. But unfortunately, as time goes on, you can see the political fatigue starting to set in, and those who actually talk real tough on the trail have lost their actual efforts and the fire and their ability to continue to take that fight onto the floor. Uh, Not our case. I'm going to continue to do exactly what I always promised that I was going to do, which is to continue the fight, but it is discouraging. I think that it's just all the more reason that we have to win back the Senate, but what we really need in 2024, we need President Trump back in the White House so that we can go ahead and take this back and start getting us to the prosperity to the safety, to the freedom, and making America great
3: again. Uh, Corey, another question is, how, when are we going to deliver a stern message to Iran? Because this uh, Mideast problem will go on and on for decades unless you know, the instigator has uh, shown some form of punishment. And how capable is Iran to sink one of our carriers?
17: Look, I don't think that Iran has the necessary strength to sink one of our carriers. I mean, we could obviously go back to the USS Cole, where that did take. It didn't sink uh, our ship, but it did actually do a tremendous amount of damage, and there was loss of life. The reality is this, though. I don't necessarily look at it in the way that we need to do a tit-for-tat on military strikes. I don't think that that's the overarching answer here, because what we have to acknowledge is China, Russia, Iran, and North Korea are all geopolitically aligned towards the same goal, which is to attack. And go after the United States and the West, whether it's economically, militarily or diplomatically, as they try to use the dollar as a discouraging mechanism for developing nations. So they can say, oh, don't have confidence in the dollar. It's going to sink because they're actually going after it. I think that what we should be doing is is we should be going to China, who's actually helping to support and fund Iran in these efforts, and say, every time Iran strikes us, who you're geopolitically aligned with, we're going to look further and further into decoupling, increasing taxes and tariffs and actually holding you accountable for the actions of your political alliance. We see where they're already advancing things like BRICS, the Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa geopolitical alignment to counter our Quad Agreement or our trilateral AUKUS, Australia, UK, US. But the reality is is that we can't keep saying that the answer to every single solution is further attacks and further military efforts. What we should be doing is what I voted on, and there was only about 50 of us that did. We should be removing our troops from Somalia, removing our troops from Syria, recognizing that these endless wars have no end state. They don't preserve our U.S. national interests, they only endanger our American troops and continue to increase our spending, which, again, this is kind of uh, in line with what we were just discussing on the CR about continual spending. But it's not just about going ahead and saying, okay, you hit us 53 times. We're now gonna hit you a couple of times as well, and then we're gonna call this even. No, there is no call this even with terrorist organizations. There is no call this even with the largest state sponsor of terror. We have to look at the root cause, which is always gonna be that hurt these nations. You don't necessarily do that bomb-to-bomb, gun-to-gun, bullet-to-bullet. This isn't about kinetics. This is about economic resource and cyber warfare. We need to hurt them where it matters most, the way Trump was doing when he was cutting their ability to ship petroleum when he was cutting their ability to make money, when he was putting them into diplomatic isolation. We need to be looking at being able to go back to those type of trump foreign policies that doesn't involve us regreciating more into warfare, but gets us back to hitting them where it matters, which is right there in the pocketbook.
1: Speaking of warfare, was there extra spending in these... uh uh, continuing resolutions for the hundred—what was One hundred and six billion dollars that Biden wanted. Was that snuck in there anywhere? No, that,
17: that that was not included in this. This just continues the the current level of spending right. to fund the government. It wasn't additional funding for Ukraine or any of the other things like that. Those are those are uh, things that Speaker Johnson has agreed that he would take as individual bills, the way he did with Israel.
1: Okay, so is that the next step to handle those things, those uh, requests?
17: Well, I guess we'll see, but I can tell you right now, as, as everyone in the district knows, uh, I will vote no on any additional funding to Ukraine. And I'm still waiting on the resolution that Marjorie Taylor Greene had submitted back in January of this year to do a 100 percent audit on Ukrainian spending so that we can actually determine whether or not that did route through FTX, whether that did get 10 percent for the big guy, where Burisma's payments were truly coming from. Uh, I think there's a lot of answers that need to go on. But look, here, here's the bottom line, and every American should be able to agree on this. This is not a left or right Democrat Republican thing. We have to secure our borders. We just saw what happened on October 7th with the attack by Hamas. What do you think is happening as they stream across our own borders? Think Americans are unsafe here at home. You don't think that we're going to see another 9-11 type incident or another sleeper cell type incident whenever you've got 11 million people who's come across, and we know that there's hundreds of those who have actually been caught who are on terrorist watch lists? We need to start getting back to what we said we were going to do, get our actual energy security, secure our border, protect our children, strengthen our military, stop the CRT, ESG, and DEI nonsense, and actually get us back to a position where we can actually be from a position of strength doing a very Reagan-esque or Trump peace through strength kind of mechanism. But right now we're fighting over nonsense. We're trying to just stop the train from running over every single American. We can't do that when we continue these Pelosi-level spendings.
1: Uh, speaking of fighting, mm. uh, what did happen between former Speaker McCarthy and Congressman Burkett? Was it a shove? Was it an elbow? And are the feelings? Well, th- I've, I've
17: that- I've talked them, and I talked to Tim, and I'll say right now, Burkett uh, is one of my my good friends. He's a great member, uh, good patriot. He he explained it very clearly that when McCarthy came by, he essentially kind of elbowed him a bit uh, into the kidney. He then followed him up and started actually questioning McCarthy on it. Uh, and and kind of you know calling him out for this chicken type move. McCarthy claims there was no room in the hallway. I wasn't there. I didn't see it. I'm taking the second hand. Uh, obviously, one of the journalists had made comments of it. Um, so Tim was not on his own with that. But the bottom line is, is that you know if he would have punched harder to try and get conservative bills as he does in a hallway, maybe he'd still be speaker. Ooh, uh, that was yeah. a good he, one. He needs, to, he needs to actually. This this shows how he is unraveling. We started to see this in conference, when he started to elevate his voice, when he's supposed to be the calmest person in the room. Uh, If this is an idea of of what's there to come, then I can tell you right now, I don't see McCarthy remaining in Congress for long.
1: You know, I was going to ask you sort of, you know, what you could reveal about the backroom, shall we call it, negotiations, those last hours there, uh, electing uh, Congressman um, Johnson to be the new Speaker? I mean, did it get really nasty, or, or was was it by that time everybody was just kind of tired and wanted to get it over with?
17: No, when it came to Speaker Johnson, I mean, it was actually a really, really good thing. We all came together. We were all singing in unison. I mean, um, there was some shenanigans that was going on during the Speaker's vote. It happened certainly uh, when Byron Donalds was running for Speaker, who was who I was endorsed and supporting. And so, you know, it's one of those things where McCarthy was trying to, to utilize some proxies to go ahead and sway the decision because it wasn't his hand-picked guy. But I will tell you, Speaker Johnson received the entire support of the Republican Party. He's the only speaker uh, to win 100 percent of the conference since John Boehner. And so that should give an indication into the, the trust uh, and into the fact that he lives. This is the best part about our speaker. People forget this. He lives as every other middle-class American lives. He's not sitting here bought and paid for. He doesn't have stock, you know, in in, in all the defense companies and across the country. You know, this is a guy who legitimately lives as all middle-class Americans live, and he represents our constitutional values, and he is faith-based. So uh, I think people recognize that, and that's why we all came together behind him. But no, there wasn't a whole lot of fight when it came to getting uh, Speaker Mike Johnson into the office.
3: Yeah, Corey, there was a letter that was signed that said, 400 U.S. officials signed a letter today demanding a ceasefire by Israel. U.S. officials, 400. I take it you weren't one of them.
17: (laughs) That is a guarantee that I was not one of them. I support Israel's right to its defense. I think that they must, at this point, eliminate the terrorist organization Hamas. And if need be, Hezbollah, if Hezbollah chooses to come in. But at the end of the day, we have to acknowledge that who is the American that tells another nation how they should or should not defend their own country? you know that's where i just find where this interventionist idea this neocon neolib idea where we have to involve ourselves in everyone else's conflicts you know we have to stop that we can give advisory we can support our allies but we can't tell them oh you should run your military operations and exercises this way it's funny that the same people who want to talk to israel about telling them that they should be looking at a ceasefire Are the same people, when it came to Ukraine and Warren Davidson, who tried to pass an amendment that said that no money should go to any nation unless they come up with a military strategy? These are the same people who are saying, who are we to demand that Ukraine tell us how they're going to do their operations? Oh, but you can tell Israel how they can actually launch their operations and wouldn't have a ceasefire? The hypocrisy that exists up here, you can't even imagine. And so I was not one of those. I support Israel's defense. Um, there a right to defense. I think that they must eliminate these terror tunnels that has been in many ways utilized under the humanitarian aid provided by America and other nations, and that we have to give the Israeli citizens and all of the innocent civilians the right to a free, a safe, and just a, a, a good world. I mean, that's the problem. You're not going to have that with these terroristic organizations. And oh. so Hamas, Hezbollah, and Iran – I'm fine with them basically meeting their demise.
1: All right, Congressman. One last question. A couple of weekends ago, you were here on stage at the Freedom Summit, Republican Party of Florida, and I saw where you got your picture with Donald Trump and your son backstage. What was it like? <laughs> what was it like backstage with uh, President Trump? Is I mean, is he as is he, is he easygoing as he appears to be on stage, uh, considering everything swirling around him?
17: Well, he he is, and look, I, I, it, it's not the first time that I've been. Uh, backstage. And, and, you know, I, I've talked to the president probably at least once a week. Um, I was just with him again a couple uh, days ago last week down in Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Um, he, he, he's, at the end of the day, he's a, a true American who loves this country. He doesn't have to put himself out to all these attacks. If he stopped and said, I won't run, you would see all these indictments disappear tomorrow. You would see the attacks on his kids and his businesses and his properties go away tomorrow. But the fact is is that he loves this nation. He loves his children, his grandchildren. He wants to see a better, more prosperous, and safer America. He wants America to get back on track the way it was in his first two years. We saw economic growth and prosperity like we'd never seen before. And so – um, he, he's an amazing guy, and, and you know, we really need him back into the White House to be able to go ahead and help save this republic. Oh, well, I do have one thing about. to add. Okay.
2: Um, actually, Congressman Mills will be head-to-head to, head to head with Congressman um, Maxwell Frost. At Tiger Bay,
3: that'll yes. be a great matchup.
2: The best part was when I reached out to Congressman Mills, and he wasn't quite sure he'd even signed up for this. But anyway, that's beside this up
17: Friday November. Well, I didn't, and I, I didn't even know about it until you told me about it. You know, you said, "Hey, are you aware of this?" And I said, no, actually, I'm not. I've never agreed to this.
2: It's uh, Friday, November seventeenth, from eleven thirty to one thirty. Listen, we're in Orange County, Florida, where this that's is happening. Tiger Bay. Yeah. So we need to get as many Republicans out there to support uh, Congressman Mills as possible.
17: Well, I'm still trying to to, to see what exactly the point in this would be because, you know, arguing with a a 20-something-year-old who (laughs) thinks that the answer to all the world's problems is to take the weapons away from every single American. Um, Look, Maxwell, uh, I've supported a couple of the amendments that him and I have worked on together, like the Transparency Act, which would show all of the defense spending and where the money goes. I think it's right for the American people to know this. but we certainly do not see eye to eye on 99.999 ideological beliefs and how the Constitution is really framed.
5: Yeah.
2: Well, behind the scenes, the person moderating this I know for a while has been trying to get Congressman Mills to do an interview. So I think this is <laughs> it's, one, it's one of his ways way. to be
1: able to do it, right? Yeah, just uh, <laughs> that, that old uh, rule of thumb that uh, well, I was reminded of when we started this show. Just remember, when you argue with an idiot before long, people can't tell the difference. <laughs> exactly, right? so, That's con- exactly right. Well, Congressman, uh, thanks so much for being with us tonight. No matter who you debate, you hey, can come out appreciate ahead. Appreciate you guys. And, and one thing, I If you speak with President Trump again, please, on our behalf, issue or extend to him our condolences on the loss of his sister, Mary.
17: I absolutely will. And I talked to him uh, just yesterday about uh, his sister, Mary Ann, and uh, offer our condolences and uh, just told the president, I said, just know that myself and Florida 7th District, we stand with you on your best of days and on your worst
13: of days.
1: That Amen. was nice. That was Amen. very nice. Thank you very much. Very uh, thank you for your time. Thanks, we'll talk guys. to you again real have soon. A good night. All God right. bless. That's Congressman Corey Mills uh, declassifying D.C. for us. All right, before we take a break, uh, once again, J.J. won the tickets for the Jeff Allen Comedy Tour coming to Central Florida on Saturday. And you can still get your tickets. And they have now added some golden seating tickets to the package. So you can get those at the AnswerOrlando.com website. In the meantime, here is Thursday night's contest challenge. Oh. Okay, this
3: is the big one. Let me you, uh, like, what let me we're going to do, everybody knows who the squad is. By uh, Friday, they're going to know who... Uh our contest winner is come up with a name for the squad we're getting rid of the name of the squad is too archaic so come up with a name for the squad and then also take two of the members of the squads and come up with a nickname for them not See, three the of them part not four that i
1: always them, mess up not with. five yeah, of he them.
3: has to make it complicated so, uh it's very simple my name for the squad will be the squalor you know i think they are just what squalor is they represent <laughs> it well and they truly are people who belong in it now for my names uh uh, Talib, Rashid Talib. I'm going to name her from Dick Tracy, Flyface. Now think about her, think about Dick Tracy character. She fits perfect. And then for uh, Presley, this is too obvious a name, cue ball head. Oh, Lord. But but the reality of it is, I don't
1: think I am going to be entering. I don't Uh, think I am. All right, just make it funny and clever, and you could win big. We'll be right back with the American Adversaries. Trumpet Tuesday brought to us by Sutherland Nissan and now also Morse code in Winter Park.
4: Sick and tired of being sick and tired? Do you suffer with low energy, difficulty sleeping, digestive issues, frequent illnesses, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Heist Health Clinic is for you. Hi, this is Renee Humphreys. At Heist Health Clinic, we use holistic methods to balance your body so it can help heal itself. Call Heist Health Clinic at 407-677-1660 or go online to drheist.com so we can help you experience outrageous health.
11: It's time to convert and sell more with the best tools made for small, medium, and large businesses to grow online. With JJC Marketing Solutions, you can grow with do-it-yourself, easy website and funnel builder, or they will build it for you options at your fingertips with JJC Marketing Solutions, not only do you get the best state of the art website, but also comprehensive sales funnels, CRM tools, and powerful search engine optimization. No matter where. They can help you grow your business with affordable online marketing solutions. Get weekly reports, dashboard access, and full transparency to see how your keywords are growing. Start building your online presence today. JJCMarketingSolutions.com. That's JJCMarketingSolutions.com.
6: The holidays are here, and there's no better way to enjoy them than to celebrate with family and friends as you break bread together. Cafe Positanos is where thousands of families and businesses have enjoyed delicious, authentic Italian food served in a quiet atmosphere. Brothers Pasquale and Roberto Barba are proud to offer their family's recipes to your family, except on Thanksgiving Day, when they prepare the food and serve their employees. Celebrate and make Cafe Positanos a holiday tradition for your family and enjoy authentic Italian.
16: Hi, I'm John Sieber, president of Patriot Home Funding, Central Florida's best mortgage broker. And we are making mortgages great again by offering the lowest rates and best service, all while not charging any lender, junk fees, or points on most of our products. And if you are a veteran, we will pay for your appraisal as a way of saying thanks for your service. Take the Patriot Home Funding Challenge. We'll give you five-star luxury service and save you money. Give us a call at 407-389-5132. That's 407-389-5132. or visit us at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage
11: broker business in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender. John Siebert is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida, NMLS 305711.
10: Due to the high demand, we've been able to add more golden circle seats for the Jeff Allen Comedy Show coming up Saturday night, November 18th at Family Church at the Lakeside Campus in Windermere. Make sure you get yours right now. They're going fast at TheAnswerOrlando.com. TheAnswerOrlando.com.
12: Your election 2024 headquarters with coverage 24-7 at TheAnswerOrlando.com. This is AM 950 FM 94.9. The Answer.
1: are back. We are live. We are the American adversaries on a Trump and Tuesday. Kind of did the show in reverse tonight. Because we're going to have the Wall Street uh, wrap-up here in a second. But Randy got me started off with that question about Sidney <laughs> Powell and Jenna Ellis. I know. I was thinking, Chris. It's think my I, fault. I don't think I ever actually answered your question. No, I have no regrets for having them both on the show during those well, uh, during, during that those time. time. Uh, Sydney Powell was on a lot. Oh, remember, yeah. she was very interesting, very and entertaining. And they're still newsmakers. That's right. right?
2: <laughs> so they were <been> winners. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But, I guess what I really meant, Chris, is do you ever think that maybe we didn't know... Them, not Sydney, as so much as the other one.
1: Well, Jenna, I I don't know. I mean,
2: but she, um, she, that, she was, time, she's just saving her own butt. She right, she
1: guess. represented well. You know, politics is is full of people whose their loyalties are very shallow. And shall she did we say. Go down
3: the party line. already. Right? right. I mean, in other words, there was nothing right. unusual what right. she said. And, so. and inspired, she
2: was smart. She smiled. Yeah, in she her mu- smart. She yeah. smiled in her mugshot. That's very That's right. smart. Very and, smart. And you she should. is not.
1: <laughs> and she is not delivering anything of substance to use against Donald Trump. So, maybe she's smarter than we think. Maybe. All right, no, here, is, here is your Wall Street Okay, I was up. a little worried. The market had already opened for uh, Wednesday, <laughs> <Tomorrow>. <laughs>
3: so uh, by the time we get to this. But uh, uh, the big news today was the Consumer Price Index came out, and obviously it was very favorable to what we want in the sense of lowering inflation. Uh, it came out year-over-year year at 3.2%. Uh, with the estimate was 3.7%, so that was a pretty good hit. Uh, for the month-to-month, month, it was came out as zero, but don't let that deceive you. However, it I it will it didn't go s-
1: up or down. Yeah,
3: it didn't go up or down, but <laughs> still, you know, we know what it costs to go to the store. Right. I mean, that's the real world. Now, re- uh, reflecting on the market itself, the Dow went up over 489 points today, which means, obviously, the Dow was stimulated by this uh, inflationary news. Also joining that, The biggest news of the day is, again, the 10-year Treasury hit another low for the last two months. It's at 4.43, which you know is down over uh, 57 basis points from just about a week ago. Uh, This also meant that the bond market had probably the best day in three years. And for those of you who don't understand bonds, remember, when rates go down, bond values go up. But when you're behind the eight ball when rates are down... Uh, remember, you're always getting cash flow where a lot of stocks you are not. So, this was a big winner day for those people who hold bonds. and uh, And for the market, obviously, 489 points was a good day. The NASDAQ also had another strong day, up 2.2%. So, it was a good day for everybody out there making money in our financial areas. Uh, the other thing, uh, this, we were talking about uh, the area of uh, ga- gas drop. Keep this in mind. Gas dropped 5% during October, which obviously affected inflation. That meant it came down about $0.33 cents a gallon. Right now, I bought some coming here today at two ninety-nine. You know, which is uh, not, not a bad little situation. Our supply chain has really normalized. Our labor markets okay. are starting to cool here. And uh, we're in a situation where wage increases are getting closer to our 3.2% annual inflation. Not quite there, but things are looking a little bit better. But again, I think the big news is for everybody who's in fixed income, which consists of of billions and billions of dollars, you probably had the best day you've had in three years. And uh, so tomorrow, I'll probably get back to you about one minute before 7. There you (laughs) go. (laughs) All right. <laughs> but, uh, that, that was it. So, <laughs> All
1: right. In the meantime, uh, get your tickets for the Jeff Allen Comedy Tour coming to Central Florida this Saturday. So get those tickets and those golden seating VIP tickets all at the AnswerOrlando.com website. Where
2: is the event at?
1: It's uh, in Windermere yeah. at the Family Church. Is that oh. right, Pete? Oh. Family Church? Fam- yeah, the... Family Church Lakeside Campus. Family Church Lakeside Campus in Windermere. That's where on 535 in Windermere. All right, now, um, you know, Every evening I ask you for your, to pray, uh, and tonight we're going to ask you for some special prayers. Uh, our dear friend Colonel Calvin Wimbish had a procedure today. He seems to be doing okay, and of course, same thing with Doctor Ken Vheck, Similar yep. procedures, by the way. If you hold them in your prayers, and also Randy's friend Robin, who uh, had a birthday the, just the other night, and she's having some
2: health issues. And yeah, for, like... that's the party we had at uh, Morse Code. Yeah, a lot of people have seen her. She's real tall, and she's real big supporter of everything Trump and everything that we've. Ever done over the years, and so we wish her a great recovery here soon.
1: Yep. Yeah, so uh, prayers for Robin along with the others, and, of course, for our country. All right, so uh, that's going to wrap it up for us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Trumpin' Tuesday, as every Trump and Tuesday is brought to us by Sutherland Nissan. They're located at East Columbia Drive and Chickasaw Trail. they got some great new inventory out there, but if they don't have one on the lot that you want, they'll do their darndest to find it and put you behind the wheel with the best deal. So keep loving, keep praying, don't ever give up, never surrender, and try to be a little more God-like every day. Night, everybody.
12: AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. WORL, Orlando,
14: News, Opinion, Passion,
12: with this SRN News
5: update
14: now news this hour from townhall.com I'm Keith Peters reporting